The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Thank you for listening to the Keeping It Beauty Show. I am your host, Akila C. Thompson. If it is your first time listening to our show, welcome. You can listen to our archive shows on our website, keepingitbeauty.com. And we will also start our rebroadcast on iHeartRadio next month. On our show, we aim to inspire you to elevate your dreams, your love, and your life. And we're going to get a lot to that love tonight. Before we jump into the show and introduce our topic and our guest for this evening, I want to welcome our amazing co-host, Miss Monique Gunn Cannon, who's a life coach, an entrepreneur, speaker, and most importantly, a wife and a mom of two incredible kids. What's going on, Monique? Oh, you know, everything, those kids, it's Christmas time, so I'm like kind of freaking out a little bit, but it's all good. It's all good. I know. Like, <laughs> can you really believe that Christmas is on Friday? Like um, it, no. It's still, it's still set in. Yeah, I don't really know where the year went, and then I'm not prepared. Like, luckily they're, you know, they, they can't hear me right now. <laughs> um, I'm not prepared for Christmas, and let's just hope that Santa pulls it all off. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> and like, it doesn't even feel like Christmas. Like, I don't know how the weather is in Nebraska, but the weather here in New York, like I didn't have a jacket on today. Like it was yeah. almost 60 degrees and they're saying that it's potentially going to be 70 degrees on Christmas, which is, you know, I know that's normal for places like Florida, but that's just not normal yeah. here in New York. We so don't have snow. So I think people are really freaking out because they think, oh, it has the snow. And I'm, I'm actually excited about that. I don't need snow. I'm cool. I'm cool. Cause then we can actually drive from house to house and not be in all the slush and the mess and all that so yeah it's gonna be pretty warm here too it's been pretty nice I haven't I carry my coat in my car um I should have it on yes I know (laughs) I carry it in my car and I haven't had to put it on really I've worn like one day and it's the end of December so can't complain here Mm. well you know we haven't done hot topics in a long time and I can't really I can't pass up this whole Steve Harvey situation have you seen my god Yes. So, I mean, those I don't watch Miss Universe, but when something is trending, you know we click yeah, on it. Yeah, but for yeah. those who are listening, they may not know what is going on. Last night, Steve Harvey uh, hosted the Miss Universe contest, and he had a little blooper in which he I can I can't say little blooper. That was a major major mistake to make, but he um, 
by accident, uh, announced the Miss Columbia as Miss Universe instead of Miss Philippines. So it was a little uncomfortable, but people have been kind of mean to him. Like all day, there's been these memes going on as if like he's not human. I get it was a big mistake, but I don't know why is it that we hold celebrities as if they're like perfect and like they can't make mistakes. Like I watched a press conference with him right after and people were like really upset with him. Uh, and 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 I I really thought he handled it like such a with such like such a man in in taking full responsibility for it immediately. Like from my understanding, he actually caught the mistake before they could even tell him that he announced the wrong person. And I it just I, I just feel so I, every time I see something pop up on my news feed, I'm like I feel so bad for him. I do too. I mean, but I still kind of question it all like what's actually happening what's really going on because was it really a blooper was it for publicity I mean I hate to say Mm -hmm. it but sometimes you just kind of wonder you know like would he really put his name out there on the line and I know it's Miss Universe so some people are like oh you know he'll recover and all these things but I don't know I just there was something weird about it when I watched the video from the audience to yeah because she was saying Yes, she's been in there for a long time, yeah, a really long time. And I was like, okay, so you're telling me with the with I mean, the staff that has to staff Miss Universe. This is not your average staff. Like yeah. this is cream of the crop, you know, everything is to a T rehearsed, all this. Yes, I guess live TV. But there was just so much going on. It's like, you're telling me that no one caught that before. She was on stage for an eternity, like four <laughs> minutes. And she really was. She I'm was. Like, and I'm like, who didn't catch this? Everybody gets to get, needs to be fired then, if that's the case. But, um, and then, and then it didn't even make sense. And then he couldn't recover. He needed a better PR person on Twitter because he spelled like Philippians and. Yes. You know, Columbia was spelled wrong. So, you know, there's a lot there's a lot going on here, a lot of moving parts. I'm sure in the weeks to come we'll still hear about it. Um everybody will watch Miss Universe pageant next year yeah. and tune in. So, you know, there's some pros and some cons to everything. Good yeah, bad well, story. Well, Steve, well, Steve, if you're listening, you know, we still love you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I still love him. I just, you know, I I, I you just gotta laugh at you know, some things. It's it's life. But family feud tomorrow, he'll recover and it'll be all good. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm excited about tonight's show. And our topic is conversations with men, the male perspective on love, life and relationships. So, you know, in IMBD, we often bring men in as a part of a male panel for our girls and women to ask like just whatever they want. And our two guests this evening have been crowd favorites in in I Am Beauty. The girls, and when we've had them at the Mommy and Me events, they just love talking to Kale and Sean. So I already know we're going to need to have them back for a part two and a part three. So tonight we'll probably only get to the love part because when I started thinking about what questions we could possibly ask them, it was so many different ways that we can go. But tonight we have, I'll go ahead and introduce them, Sean Bernard, who's a senior software developer at Bloomberg LP, an Atlanta native and graduate of Morehouse college where he earned bachelor's of science degrees in computer science and he also has a, a master's in software engineering from penn state university when he's not writing software he spends time mentoring youth and blogging about topics related to personal development and technology he's also the founder and creator of color coded 
a program focused on the development and empowerment of young men while introducing them to careers in technology. Sean also probably has another special facts, which I'll let everybody else figure out later. <laughs> <laughs> Kale Mann is the founder and president of Soar Into Your Destiny. Kale earned his bachelor's degree in business management and computer programming from Buffalo State College with over a decade of experience in business management, brand management, and people development. Including diversity training, Kale has established himself as an ambassador for effective living through established principles. Kale is a proud husband, father, and ordained minister. Welcome, gentlemen. Happy holidays to you both. Happy holidays to you. Thank you for having me. Kale, how has it been? I know you are back now up in in Buffalo, made the big move from New York. We love having people on our show that have taken leaps. So congratulations to you on taking your leaps. Can you share a little bit, tell us a little bit, you know, about you and um, what Soaring to Your Destiny is and that that big leap that you just took from moving moving from, uh, you know, where I know you in Long Island from now back to uh, Buffalo? Absolutely. Yes, it has been... um, Definitely an extreme season of a uh, transition for me and my family. Um, we made the decision to relocate from New York City. And for me, coming back home to the Buffalo, New York area, the western New York area of where I am born and raised and a proud native, um, I am so excited to be back. It has definitely been interesting. Um, since I've been back here, my wife has um, healthily and successfully delivered our second daughter, so Carter, yes, Carter Danielle is here to um, match with her, her, her sister um, Harper Marie, and and we are excited. Um, it was definitely something that I know I needed to do uh, when I started my organization, Soaring to Your Destiny, and and you know we are committed to empowering people to um, take today's obstacles and turn them into tomorrow's victories. Um, and we use behavioral training um, and we just, we just live off of principles. You know, we, we uh, strengthen area. Our formula is to, to cover family, self-discipline, occupation preparedness um, and health and fitness. And so we do that. And, and it was just on me Um I had to bring that back home, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, New York City, of course, you would think, why would you leave there? So many great opportunities, so many great connections. And and but for me, it's it's, you know, doing something and really bringing it back to the city, bringing it back to the home where I was built up and, and, and brought in. I mean, it's been an amazing transition. You know, we've we've um, been blessed and fortunate to have already acquired a in a, a decent amount of property. Um, here in the Western New York area that we will be able to do um, our functions out of. We are looking to start the renovations on our corporate office come the beginning of the year. So it's been an amazing transition wow. more than I've ever expected. So it's been great. It's been really good. Oh, that's good to hear. I mean, congratulations. I mean, when I first heard about it, I was like, wow, that that's awesome. So um, really, really happy for you and, and just and excited to see all that is going to to come out of you know this new move and to soar into your destiny. Do we have Sean? Is is he still? Are we still having difficulties with Sean? It looks like we still are. So, 
uh, until we can get him together. It, New Year is upon us. So we uh, here on Keeping a Beauty, a lot of our audience is is women. And in moving into this new year, many of our listeners have major goals around relationships. So in thinking about, you know, how we could approach tonight's show and listening to just some of our feedback from women, many want to understand like what men really want. So we've gathered a list from goodmenproject.com. If any ladies listening want to check it out. And I wanted you guys to wait in and hopefully add some additional um, ones that you may have to the list. So in starting, like, what do men, most men want in a relationship? What are the first things that, yeah. <laughs> One of the first things that came off the list was praise and approval. And you say that men like frequent assurance about themselves, their career paths, um, their sexual prowess, their attractiveness. And so, so we want to know, is this really true? And if so, why? Wow. Um, praise. And what was the other one? <laughs> praise, like reassurance about yourselves, your career paths. I mean, just praise and approval in general. That is something that, I mean, you can agree with it. You cannot agree with it. We're just using it as kind of a basis for, because as women, this is what we do. I know when I first started dating, um, I looked at different things to really kind of understand when I got to certain points in my relationship and really trying to understand men. So I came across this list and this was a lot of things that I've heard before. So I was like, let's actually pose this to some actual men rather than you know, living through this, through the internet and things that we find. So in just, just in general, praise and approval. It's, it's interesting. I, I'm, I'll tell you when it comes to the word praise is so interesting because I mean, that word is just kind of throwing me off because it's like, I don't want, I don't think most men want you to be, you know, how, um, how the young lady was and, uh, coming to America, she repeated, if I say, if I tell you to jump, you know, she says how high I tell you to bark like a dog and do all of that. Mm -hmm. Most men, I I believe, you know, the the pimps want that because they want a worker, not, not a real man. Um, Mm. a, a man, he wants when he's, when he's looking for a woman, you know, not so much that you have to praise me. But you 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 give me that assurance of like it's almost like loyalty and 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 I am always going to be there to boost you higher. So not, oh, I bow down to you, mm-hmm. but okay. I'm your ride or die where it's like, listen, everywhere I, I make you I'm here to make you better. So okay. that, you know, that's where I get with these things up. So. I got you. No, that that makes perfect sense because that's more so I think what it was getting at is that men um, seek to want to know that their spouse like admires and approves of kind of where they are in their lives and where they are um, as a man more so than I think women really think that you know you do like I think it's very obvious that women like to be affirmed like you know we like to be told that we're beautiful you know we like that you notice um that you know our hair is different or we like that you notice that we got new shoes whereas think as with um men sometimes it's not so obvious that you know are do you think would you say that men are the same way when it comes to like compliments and so forth like if you know you did something new and like you know (laughs) your wife didn't notice (laughs) Absolutely. Right. If you want me to, if you, if you gonna get mad at me for saying, babe, you didn't tell me my hair looked nice. You better compliment me when I come from the barbershop too, then. 
<laughs> That's angry. Yeah, I see, I okay, wait, wait, wait. Watch this. Because if you don't do it, somebody want it and then if somebody else do it, right? And then they like, oh, thank you. I promise you. A lot of times it starts because they would somebody made them feel real like, yo, like confident, like, yo, you look you looking real nice today. Thank you. Like, I mean, it does go, it goes a long way. It really does. And then what, and what is that? Cause I know y'all read into that. So if, if, you know, someone on the street is checking you out and is, it's complimenting you in that way. And that's not happening at home. What do y'all read into that to me? Good question. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it. like, do we get a pass? You know, like, because, you know, sometimes, you know, we might feel that y'all are like stressed or, you know, have different things going going on and may have just like, you know, show you a little grace that maybe you just missed something. Whereas, you know, I, I know sometimes for me, a lot of the times where it's, um, you know, in my relationship, I can hear it all the time. And it's that that one day where maybe he doesn't say everything is a day that when I'm on the street and everybody's saying it. Right. So, well, I, I mean, I think you got to have I mean, if you're. There's nothing wrong. I remember my my uh, my granddad used to teach us, me and my cousins. Um, you don't want to be with somebody that nobody else wants. Mm. You know, so <laughs> so it's kind of like I mean, you can't let that go to your head just because a female gave me a compliment or a male gave you a compliment. I mean, if that makes you run into infidelity, like we had bigger problems to begin yeah, with. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. so but I think I think I don't I don't think that can that should stir up to be a problem. Is Sean there now? Yeah, can you can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Did you hear the the question that we just asked, Kale? Uh, the question was about what was it praise and yeah. Well, we we were starting with a list of things that that they say that all men want. And one of the things that we started with was praise and approval. So, you know, our conversation really been about was, is, is that really true? And kind of what does that look like? Like what kind of praise and approval are men really looking for in their relationship? Yeah. So to, to echo uh, Kale's statements, I wouldn't necessarily call it so much praise. Um, me personally, I definitely don't want somebody to wake up and praise me in the morning because I'm, I'm not Jesus, you know? Um, <laughs> but what, what, what I would like though is See, approval. Not necessarily approval, but um, I'd like to know that you respect me. You know, I'd like to know that you look at me as someone who is, who is, um, I guess, has something that you consider to be uh, exemplary or something that you feel is, is desirable to you. Um, and just to let me know that. If you think I look nice, let me know that. If you think I did a good job on whatever it is that we were working on together, let me know that. Um, you know, guys are the same as females to a degree. You know, we we like to hear nice things about ourselves. We like to we like to know that you know that that we look nice. We like to know that you know it's the same thing that you guys like to hear. So I wouldn't necessarily call it praise, but definitely let me know when you think I look nice and let me know that you know I smell nice. So let me know that you know same thing as like as as women like. Well, you know what? Then I I'd like to ask then, and I don't know if Monique you think of the same thing. Is that I know with women, if we're not getting something, we tend to, and sometimes it comes across with to men as like complaining. But when you're like, I've always known that if you want something in a relationship, put it in. So if you want compliments, if you want, you know, passion, that's something that you should put in a relationship so that you get it, get that you get it. So if you're not feeling that you're getting this, you know, so called you know, 
for lack of a better term, this praise and approval, as they're calling it, but more so respect or adoration that's needed. How do you address that? Can, or sorry, do you? Can, can, I, can I just address something before we go into how do you address that? Go ahead. Okay. The reason here, here's the thing that uh, most people we won't admit to society yeah. doesn't paint the picture that the woman is supposed to praise and compliment the man. See, the man is doing wrong if we don't compliment the female. But there's nothing There's nothing written in stone that says, watch, Valentine's Day. The man is wrong if they don't do something for the woman on Valentine's Day. The woman is never wrong if they don't do something for the man on Valentine's Day. So it's difficult to say it's difficult to say what you you got to you got to put it in in order to get it out because we're we're conditioned we are like conditioned to say I always got to say you look beautiful because I know that's what women want. If you don't say that to me, it's really no knock on your if you don't if you if you don't reciprocate that back to me and even most men don't even look for it back. Mm. All right. Because right. we don't expect it. Okay. And, and more, more to that, uh, a man, if he wants to hear that he looks nice, he wants to know that you think that he looks nice. He wants to know that you appreciate his appearance, and he wants to know that you just appreciate him in general. Nine times out of ten, he's not going to come to you and say, "Well, damn, you know, Absolutely. I want to hear it too." Most guys are not going to say that because it's like you know, like like Kel said, we're not conditioned to even think that we should receive a compliment from a woman. We expect that you show your appreciation by action, you know, mm-hmm. by you know making sure the food is cooked. Making sure, you know, if you're at the store, pick me up something nice. But guys like to hear words as well. But if we don't hear them, most guys probably nine times out of ten are not going to say it because they're going to feel silly about it. They're going to feel silly saying, you know, well, damn, you didn't compliment me when I got dressed up this morning to go on my interview. But guys like to hear the same thing. So, yeah, definitely being conditioned not to receive it. But, um, you know, guys like to hear it just the same. Well, ladies, listening. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think that's interesting because um, it it is so much about conditioning. I remember I'm not really a big flowers person, whereas a lot of women are. I definitely don't like roses, which most women would love to have. So I remember dating John years ago and he would bring me these roses every single week. He would have these roses sitting on my porch and I'm just like, why does he keep bringing these stinky roses to me? Like, at least buy some other kind of flowers or something like that. So once I communicated that to him, of course, he brought those. But then he said, how come you never give me flowers? And I was like, well, do men get flowers? And, you know, and so then I started thinking and I'm like, well, they could. I mean, there's nothing that says they can't. And it was this big tug of war of should I buy him flowers like we we get flowers at work all the time sent to us and all these different things I mean we're showered with gifts but I don't always shower him with gifts in the same way and so he does put that into the relationship but I don't necessarily give that back to him but that's also because society doesn't necessarily warrant that so to speak so I think there's a a balance of what we have to look at of what did I what am I conditioned to believing versus what my relationship actually needs um in it too so Well, ladies, if you're listening, I hope what you got from all of that is that show men appreciation, because if they don't feel appreciated, they might not tell you or or know how to tell you due to that conditioning of kind of not um, expecting to be complimented, but being the one to be giving the compliments or the gifts in the relationship. So someone had mentioned it earlier, but the second thing on this list was respect. 
in that men feel respect as love. If he feels like you disapprove of him, his career, or the things that he believes to be integral or who he is as a person, he will have a hard time trusting and loving you. So, gentlemen, how, what's your view on, on respect as it relates to being able to trust and love a woman? <laughs> it's everything. For me, respect and yeah. loyalty... Respect and loyalty are the two top things you can you can ever present to a man. Um, like, and I'm not. I mean, you know, some sometimes you have to respect the fact that um, that is my man, and I, I I respect what he does. I respect his effort. You know, um, I respect his place. I respect him as you know. He mo- most men want to be that protector. They want to be that provider. I'm not always saying making who's making more. I'm just saying providing, like providing the ability to be stable, providing a a framework of love, providing a framework of support. You know, they 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 want we want you to to respect that um, and and be loyal to it. So if we're not perfect all the time, we don't always just have to run out or or act out in a way that is deemed disrespectful. Because of the fact that, you know, men take disrespect a whole different way than women take it. Sean, did you want to add? Uh, yeah, so uh, respect is, is uh, probably, aside from loyalty, as, as King said, respect is probably at the top of my list for me. Me personally, if, if I'm with a woman and I can tell that she doesn't respect me, um, I either feel like, A, she doesn't see the man that I am, or B, I feel like I don't deserve her. Um, you know, respect for a man is, is everything. You know, if you can't uh, allow him to be a part of your day, if you can't allow him to, to be a part of your decision-making process, if you can't share the things that are most important to you, that are most important in your life and, and probably have the largest, the, the biggest effect on, you know, the outcomes of your day, the outcomes of, of, of any major decision, if you can't share those with, 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 with the guy that you're with, he probably, he's probably not going to feel like you respect him. He's probably not going to feel like you think he's intelligent. He's probably not going to feel like you think that he's worthy of being with you. So for me, um, you know, the way that, you know, I feel like a, a woman expresses her love to me and a woman expresses her actual desire to be with me and, and that she actually really wants to, wants me, it's so much that she respects me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, as I said, the top of the list for me. Mm. So I actually have a follow-up question to that. Going back to what Sean was saying about respect, because I wanted to really know, so what does respect look like in a relationship? Like, because a lot of what you all are saying is um, around like your feelings, how you want the woman to view you, but how does she really show that, that she respects you? So like, what does like respect look like in a relationship? Cause I know earlier when we were saying praise, it's like, okay, we don't want, um, you know, a woman necessarily to worship you. Um, so with this respect, I mean, are we, does, does respect look like submission? What does respect look like? So I wouldn't call, I wouldn't quite call it submission, but, I would say it is acknowledgement of, uh, I would say it's, a, it's an acknowledgement of my ability to be there for you. It's an acknowledgement of my ability to, to be a helpmate. It's, a, it's an, acknowledge of, uh, an acknowledgement um, and allowance of my ability to be a protector for you. You know, a prime example might be, um, you know, if you're going to the store, right, and there is uh, a gentleman or a young woman who's being disruptive, you know, to to you, or even to myself. 
um, you know, a lot of men to speak up for you versus you feeling that you need to speak up because he may, he may not do something. Because me, if I'm in a situation like that, and, you know, you don't allow me to handle the situation, you take it upon yourself, it will almost make me feel as if you don't see me in a way that, 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 that makes, you, makes you have a certain confidence in me that I'd be able to handle the situation and that we'd be okay. Right? So for me, I guess respect is the ability to display that you have a confidence in me and the ability to, to be comfortable allowing me to take, take the lead when, when it's necessary for a man to take the lead without sounding like too, you know, chauvinistic or, or sexist. You know, I think every man has a, a kind of an, an internal desire to, to step up when he feels that he needs to be, that he needs to step up. And for a woman to allow him to do so, I mean, they always say, you know, you have to let a man be a man. And I think to a degree there's, there's definitely some truth to that because when you don't allow him to be a man, it makes him feel like you don't respect him. You don't have confidence in his, in his ability to be a man in those moments that traditionally will call for him to be a man and step forth. Mm. Ah, so, so, so. Kel, did you want to say anything? You know, I, I just, I just second everything he said, you know, when you, <laughs> I mean, when you, when you allow input um, in, in areas, especially nowadays, women are so keen on, you know, I make my own decisions. Even mm-hmm. if I'm with somebody, I do my own thing. You know, I got you. I'm the whole independent woman, but you know, knowing that, like, you know, babe, what do you think about this? What, what, you know, I, I feel like sometimes women won't trust men to make certain decisions um, or, or that we want to be included in certain decisions. Like, what's for dinner? You know, um, what do you think about? And, and then it's like if you coming out in a certain outfit and we like, yo, hold on, you you uncovering too much now that's in control. But. You have to be confident enough to be able to allow a man to have input um, in certain decision makings that just may seem common where it's just like, you know what, I can do it by myself. You know, like even if even if you're out, it's like, you know, babe, I was considering this. What do you think? You know, I I don't want to say like how you said, being submissive. I I, I totally don't don't agree um, with that. I feel like that word. Mm-hmm. is is taken so out of context meaning slavery meaning beneath me and it and it really it really doesn't doesn't mean that um it's it's really like just showing like you know what I always want to be able to build a platform for him you know I mean I feel like that means a lot without every strong man wants that strong woman by their side and I never want you beneath me I want you by my side Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I could add like a little bit more to that, right? So, so at, at the end of the day, every man wants to know that his woman respects his his opinion, right? Because on the flip side of that is what you don't want to happen is that the man knows that you don't respect his opinion, and so he goes the other way and he even stops trying to contribute to anything that you have going on, right? So even if at the end of the day you you know you feel like okay this may not even be his area, right? This may not even be something I know he's not going to have an answer for me. Every now and again, you want to let him know, well, yeah, I like your opinion on this. Um, if he makes it clear that he doesn't have anything to contribute and he'd rather not contribute, then that's that's one thing. But every man wants to know that the woman that he's with respects his opinion and values his opinion and, and has no no problem seeking it out because she's very confident that she'll get what she's looking for when she seeks it out. So, mm-hmm. did you were you did you have anything, Monique? No, I was just like, <laughs> mm, okay, 
taking some notes here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then, you know, I'm actually going to skip over the next one I was going to do because I feel like everything that we're talking about really leads into emotional intimacy, which one of the things that was on the list. So how do you get a man to trust you with his, because ultimately this emotional intimacy centers around vulnerability. So, and I know that in, in talking to different men that that's when you really know uh, and I know I've heard Kale say this before that like she's the one when you can trust her with your vulnerability. So how do does a woman get to that place in which you know a man will go there with her and mm. and to build that emotional mm. intimacy? Wow, you want to take the place? No, 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 you got it. You got it. <laughs> All right, so. Um, what I think is, because I think it's a common misconception, is that uh, women are vulnerable and men are not. Sometimes it's the other way around, right? Or sometimes there's no vulnerability, period, in a relationship. So if a woman wants a man to be vulnerable, she should try being vulnerable herself first, right? Because, number one, what a man won't do is he won't share himself with you if he feels like he's not going to get anything in return. Right, if he's just sharing in his one way, he's definitely going to climb up like a, you know, like a, like a, a clan, basically, and want to put that out anymore. So the first thing that a woman can do is that if she's not getting vulnerability, she's not getting that emotional openness, then she could start by being emotionally open, with, emotionally open um, herself and, and vulnerable herself, and then with whatever it is that she's getting from her mate. Um, don't criticize them if it doesn't look the way that she wanted to look, right? Because most guys are just not comfortable. Um, comfortable sharing themselves. The more that they start to feel for you, the more they start to trust you, the more they start to, to get close to you, you know, it'll definitely come out. Um, especially if you let them know that this is something that you're wanting to come out and that you're, you're ready and willing and able to do the same for them. Um, but it's kind of like a, you, you gotta be patient, but at the end of the day, when he does decide to, to, to bring it out, you know, you gotta allow him to kind of put it out the way that he wants to put it out and not tell him what it should look like and not tell him, Oh, you didn't say this or you didn't say that because the next time he's not even going to want to go there with you. And so it's just understanding that it takes time and, you know, work with them, you know, but, but on the same token, let them know that, you know, um, this is something that I like to see. So let's work on it and, and, and ask them, like, what can I do to make you feel comfortable more opening up to me? Uh, what can I do to, 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 to get to know you at a deeper level? Cause I feel like I don't know you. And if he's struggling to find the words, you know, just work with him and he'll get there eventually. Work with him. um well you know and i i totally agree with um sean um i i think women also you know yes you have to be you want to be vulnerable yourself however i think women need to control the level and the amount of vulnerability that they bring to a relationship Mm. um if 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 you are just way too emotional (laughs) Um, it, 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 it messes up the balance of vulnerability in a relationship and a man ain't trying to really go there with you. Um, because you, you're always, you just so emotional. Um, and so that's, I feel like that's one thing you gotta, you gotta know how to sometimes pull back, you know, with so much emotionalism, you know, oh, you know, I get it, you know, certain time in a month now I'm not feeling it. Okay, great. Y'all get a whole week. I got you. Um, but sometimes you need to be able to pull back. I feel like there are there are things with a man, you know, you have to be able to make uh, some of his interests your interests. Like, you know, do you watch the basketball game with him? Can he talk about it with you? You know, without you saying, oh, you know, 
is where LeBron James at, you know, and, and all of that. Like, do you really know the game? Have you really, you know, there are certain things that men get extremely relaxed about. I'm relaxed when I'm watching sports. I'm relaxed when I'm doing certain things. Are you there with me? You know, or it's like, oh, he watching sports, so I'm going to just be in another room. You're missing your window of opportunity. Um, and, and, and then uh, certain sometimes, and, and if we're in a relationship long enough, there are certain vulnerabilities that I can't even hide from you because sometimes you can't control certain vulnerabilities. The thing is how you respond and how you act to that small window of vulnerability will determine if it becomes larger or if he just totally shut down to you. It all goes, if, if you take his vulnerability in the, in the window that you get and you use that as a tool, you know, as a weapon in your pocket to, sh- to, 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 you know, uh, uh, take a bow and arrow and take that into his heart, of course he's going <laughs> to shut you down. Mm-hmm. But if you use that and be like, you know what, I see where he's vulnerable. However, in my womanly wisdom, I can use that to make him stronger, to build him up. It'll open the floodgates of every every emotion, every vulnerability he can have he can have towards you. Um, like 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 Sean said, it does take that patience. But at the same time, when that you gotta when that when that window of opportunity comes up, you know most 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 men don't like to get angry. Most of them don't. I don't just don't like that emotion. Um, if you can draw that out of him. <laughs> and then you see certain emotions and you're like, you're the one that's always making me angry. He's going to shut down with everything else. Um, but, you know, check those windows of opportunity. Look at, you know, look at him watching certain things and watching certain po- sports or, or whatever makes him extremely physically relaxed. If you can be there with him when he's physically relaxed and just start to plug conversation, babe, what you watching, what they doing and just start getting him to talk. I promise you, you just, you don't realize how much, how much comfort you're building from that man to release into you. Well, I got to go back because I know women that are listening are like, what do you mean that I can't be too emotional (laughs) around him? Like if this is supposed to be my man and this is, you know, someone who I want to be my life partner, then if there's anyone that I should be able to be as emotional as I feel like around should be my man. So what do I do if I'm an emotional woman and... You know, that's my way of communicating. That there's some of us that communicate through our emotions more than others. So, you know, where's the middle ground there? Because I, I just I, I can't walk away feeling like I need to be mindful of like how much I cry around him or how much I, you know, complain around him. And and don't get me wrong, I don't not encouraging women at all to be sitting around complaining and crying, but just how it sounds that we can't be too emotional around men, I, I think is won't allow us to be authentically really vulnerable with them. Uh, time and place. Right. <laughs> okay. You know, I, 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 go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead, Joe. 
I, I mean, I, like you, I, I, it's not. It's, it's more about time and time and place. You got to know. You got to pick and choose. I mean, you know, he been working all day, or he been out doing his thing, and did he come home and be like, "Wow, the game is on"? You choose that moment right there. To comment, I want to talk. Oh, I'm not feeling. Okay, you know what? We need to have a talk about our relationship right now. You want to have it right now? Like I'm just, you know. So I, I think, I think not the level, but I think just using that wisdom of being like, you know what? Right now, probably not the time for me to, you know. I want him to know that because it, it all goes. Listen. The same thing we're conditioned. Men are, it's conditioned society. Men is to be there. Oh, okay, you're vulnerable. You're emotional. Okay, I'm going to be there for you. Society doesn't condition us to be the other way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't condition to be like, you know what? I got to make sure, babe, are you, uh, how are you feeling today? You know, it looks like you had a long day. Okay, you know what? I'm going to sit here because I want to focus on how things was going with you. That's just not how we're conditioned. And that's why I said it, it does need to be a balance, even though you, Akila, you may be feeling emotional that day. You may be doing that. But you know what? Nope. I'm going to check mine. I'm going to check mine down because I haven't even checked in with my man to see how he's feeling today. That balance is totally off. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not telling you not to. I'm just telling you, as women, use the wisdom to find the balance. Pick and choose where it's like, you know what? I've been feeling, feeling, feeling all day, all day, all week. I have yet to stop and be like, you know, babe, how you feeling? How your week went? Like, it's just, it just have to be a balance. Mm. So a little impulse control right. is what you're telling us. We need to. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Definitely. Basically. Definitely. Well, okay, we're not even going to get through all of them. I can't believe it's we only got a few minutes left. So one thing that I definitely want to touch on is that's on this list is obviously sex. So on the list, it says that a sense of sexual connection is something that a man needs. Women connect obviously better through verbal communication and men connect better through sex. So basically, men judge how they're doing based on the you know, based on their connection, which is based on whether or not a woman chooses to be sexual with them. So how much of your connection to a woman or how you feel she sees you is really centered around sex or just being sexual in general? I believe that's a misconception. I don't know about you, Sean. Um, yeah, I, I, I would agree. I mean, I think it's, it plays a part. It's definitely important, but connection is not totally based on sexual connection. It's, it's emotional, too. Well, let me give an example. So an example that was given was, you know, say... You're reaching for her, you know, you want to kiss her, you want to touch her, you want to hug her. And she's just like not in the mood. And that happens for a couple of days. Where might that make you feel from what the the article is saying is that that might make a man feel disconnected from you and feel as if maybe you don't want him or you don't love him or or that there's something else going on because of that, that there's that lack of sexual connection. Well, I, I mean, I think, I think there's there's two two ways to look at that. Number one is it's about the precedent that's been set, right? So if if previously, you know, you guys were pretty much hot and heavy, you know, every other day or every day of the week, right? And you know, all of a sudden, you know, I started to notice a pattern. I reach for you and you pull away, or you know, you were reaching for me once, and now the times where I might expect you to reach for me, you're no longer doing that. Well, naturally, I'm going to begin to question well, what's going on there. You know, is she not in the mood? Is she not feeling well? Or is it me? 
you know, as I think, you know, women would do the same thing. Um, but, you know, aside from that, you know, I, I think when it comes to like sexual sex and, and the connection and all that kind of stuff, I think a man knows where his woman is sexually. You know, a man knows whether or not, you know, he has to be the initiator or she's the initiator. Um, but men also judge the connection in a relationship and the quality of a relationship outside of the bedroom. We, we gauge it by your enthusiasm in talking to us. We gauge it by your, the, the amount of affection that you give it to us. We, we gauge it by the amount of communication that we receive from you throughout the day and the tone of the communication. Um, and so unless there's been a preference set and, uh, you know, things start to change drastically, we would definitely, then we would definitely connect, okay, well, maybe there's something going on with our connection because the sexual routine that, we, that we've been into is no longer the same. But outside of that, we definitely take other factors to the relationship in, in terms of making a decision or a judgment about the, the current state of our relationship and our current connection. Mm. Now, Does I would say, can, can I say this real quick? I would say now let's, now let's not get, you know, um, Let's not get it twisted. Um, the <laughs> ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate, the ultimate seal of this whole thing we started, however, how long ago, you know, the flirting, however, whenever it started, we know the ultimate seal is our sexual relationship. I mean, it is what it is. I, I, I don't know anybody who's like, you know, yeah, we've been together, we, we dating and we've been together for X amount of years. And no, you know, no, we've never had sex. I'm like, what? Like, that's, you know, I'm like, oh, wow. You know, that would that would shock me. I just don't think it's the totality of what we make it. Now, sex itself is a state of vulnerability for a man. Most women don't believe that. So mm. if if I'm if I'm pulling to, if I'm like pulling towards you to like come to me and you push me away. I may never say anything, but of course, a little bit of me, I start to get colder a little bit. And then, like like Sean said, because when a man starts to think, is it me? Then they'll try and figure it out, right? Majority of the time, I'm going to say, no, it's not me. <laughs> hmm. I mean, that's what most men are going to say, no, it's not me. You know, but if you have an open dialogue, I think I think the importance that we put on, on sex is 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 what is what makes relationships go downhill. I mean, I feel like, you know, you have to have a an emotional and and you know that that communication. I feel like a mental connection is so much stronger than a sexual connection. I feel like if you can have a strong communication and a strong mental connection, that makes the sexual part of it ten times better. Mm, yeah, we're clearly gonna have to do a part two of this because I already got like five more questions <laughs> right. that of what you just said. Um, what I'd love to just get from, cause Chad has already given me that we are at our less than five minute mark at this point is of the things that we talked about. Is there anything else that's like glaring that you both would think of what, um, you know, or maybe that you needed as a man in a relationship? Because I mean, we talked about, you know, praise and approval, respect, um, sexual connection, emotional intimacy. We skipped over space um, and if feel feel free to touch on that physical touch, which kind of was included in our sexual connection, and the other one was security. Those were the seven. So, just giving you a, a final opportunity to speak on anything else that you might think that like a woman, a man, sorry, <laughs> would want from a woman in a relationship that we haven't really um, gotten to tonight. I, I guess for me, I, I think I'm different than most guys. 
um, and the respect that I need vulnerability, I need communication. Um, if you won't open up to me and you won't communicate with me, then, uh, you know, it would drive me crazy. And I almost felt like, you know, if you won't let me in, then, you know, where do you really value me? Where, how do you really value me and how do you value this relationship? You know, am I the one that you say that I am, that I am but you won't let me in? So for me, for me, vulnerability and communication is absolute must. Like if we can't communicate, then we, we don't have any anything in my book. Okay, communication. Kale. Um, I mean, I I agree. I think I think one of the biggest things you we hold for me is really just integrity and loyalty. Like I touched on earlier today, uh, you know, most most men hold those two qualities near and dear to their heart. If it's broken, if the integrity is broken, if if the loyalty is broken, um, it's it's a real hard thing to to um, get to. It's a hard thing to build back up, you know. And and you know, also, I mean, you know, people, women, sometimes feel like guys can be, you know, too serious. I mean, don't don't forget to be my best friend. Don't forget to be my road dog. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Don't forget to to let's have fun. You know, I mean, do we ever laugh? Do we? You know, do we ever do 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 crazy things together when we think back like, yo, you remember when we did that? Yeah, you know, that was so much fun. I think, you know, we we try and get too serious too fast um, and just miss out on the part of 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 having fun. You know, I I say to this day, my wife, I mean, she that's that's my role, dog. Like we 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 do our thing. You know, I remember me and my wife, we when the first Nintendo Wii came out, we were standing outside at four in the morning. You know, and we, <laughs> we look back on it now and laugh at it because it was crazy we were standing out there and but it was just stuff that 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 we did. And I think, you know, in every relationship, you know, when you go on and and when those bad times come and those struggles come, it's things like that that you kind of think about where, man, you know, she had my back or he had my back or we had such a good time. Where did we lose it? And then it's like you can have a conversation and get back to it. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to wrap up there. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining us tonight. I definitely hope to have you back in a few weeks. Um, so please uh, tell our listeners how they can find you uh, or in your individual websites. What's yours, Kale? What's your um, Yes, S-I-Y-D dot org. Once again, that's S-I-Y-D dot org. Sortia Destiny. You can go on there. Um, you can connect with me. I'm also on Facebook. Uh, Kale Man, I'm on Facebook. Sorrentia Destiny, I'm on Facebook. Um, please, you know, hey, connect with me. I love open dialogue. I love anything that can um, lead to empowerment and improvement. Sean? Yeah, so if you have any uh, sons or daughters, uh, ages 13 to 18, who might be interested in, in learning about technology and have an opportunity to actually do some hands-on coding, um, you can direct them to my website, which is wearecolorcoder.org. Uh, we also have a fan page on Facebook, uh, Color Coded Academy, and as well as an Instagram account, um, Color Coded Academy. And I'm also on Facebook as well, Sean Bernard on both, and the Sean Bernard on Instagram. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you to our listeners for joining us tonight. Thank you so much to my wonderful co-host, Monique. Um, please go to our website, keepingabeauty.com, visit our Girl Talk section, and let us know some initial questions and topic suggestions for upcoming shows. In a few weeks, January 7th, please join us at our Beauty Dreamers event where we'll be doing a vision board and New Year's declaration party. So what better way than to start the year than declaring your what's next? So you can go to... Uh, 
beautydreamersnyc.inventbrite.com to get that information. Also, our teen boot camp is coming up for teens 14 to 18 starting January 16th. So if you want to know all the things that's going on in I Am Beauty World, you can go to IamBeautyInc.com. Follow us on Instagram, IamBeautyInc underscore, and like our fan page, IamBeautyInc. So we'll be back next week. We're here, same place, same time. Next week, me and Monique will be setting you up, sharing coaching advice for 2016 and talking about like what's next. How can we make sure that these goals that we declare and actually be, get accomplished and achieved? next year so we'll leave you with a quote some of the biggest challenges in relationships come from the fact that most people enter a relationship in order to get something they're trying to find someone who's going to make them feel good in reality the only way a relationship will last is if you see your relationship as a place that you go to give and not a place that you go to take and that's by anthony robbins good night everybody wishing you a very merry christmas and happy kwanzaa be beauty Good night.